that's what I'm saying. I think it's like saying there's there's too many uh... home runs. Clark. No, Clark. Clark. Let's slice this dick, because uh, I guess the internet's taking a shit. Yeah. Wait a minute! <laughs> I was listening to uh, <clears throat> Harrison Ford's uh, interview on The uh, Tonight Show. Oh, nice. He's very... Um, to play a clip of Mark Hamill doing an impression of him, and it's like spot on. It's so funny. You're talking about uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, and they play a clip of Mark Hamill, you know, Luke Skywalker, doing a Harrison Ford impression on like Seth Meyers. Oh, nice. It's funny. Oh, I, I love it. I love watching Harrison Ford because he's so curmudgeonly, you know, and like he's amazing. Salty. He's, he he's an amazing me. man. He reminds me of Jake the Snake. Like he doesn't say much, but whatever he says has like tons of weight to it. Yeah, like you, li- you know? when he when he speaks, you're listening. And you're like, right. oh, it's pretty good. Like Mark Hamill tells a story where he's like, "We're doing this scene, and all of a sudden, I said, hey, guys, uh, we just got out of the trash compactor scene. Like, shouldn't my hair be all like messed up and gross and dirt in it?'" And Harrison Ford goes, dirt? "Listen, kid." It ain't that kind of movie. If people are looking at your hair, we're in a lot of trouble. It makes perfect sense. It's Indiana, and he's all against the Indiana Jones reboot, which I love. Um, yeah, he's like, no, you will only make them with me. Um, right. He's like, when I go, he goes. Yeah. This is quote. Let me get your. Uh, I'm curious on about your relish on something. I'd like hmm. to get your hot dog matter. About my uh, jalapenos pickled. Working on the weekends, unless you have uh, a job that requires that, like uh, in law enforcement or uh, retail or something like that, you and I work like, I guess, standard nine to five jobs, ten to six, yeah. whatever day, Monday through Friday. Oh, um, rat racers. And I, and I bring this up because I know you're traveling. Rat racers. I had to do. I had to do a weekend like once a year. We have this weekend event, and I had to do that all weekend. Yeah. Wait a minute, Pasadena. Oh yeah, it's so town. it's, and it's just uh, to me, it's like throwing somebody. It's like asking somebody to clean the living room after you've hired them to do the catering. It, that's like how I liken it. It's like, hey, you were hired for you know right. this job these days, but but now you're this weekend you're you don't have a weekend and it's like kind of don't we don't need to do that anymore in this Dude, 2019 i know i fly i fly out saturday and i i'm dude it, i'm going out to this i'm going to a gala <laughs> i always love that word like we're in the the late 1600s and, and louis you know 14th france the gala is being hemp-thrilled on the yonder gardens by the, the, you know, the fountains of bath. The gala commences. The fountains I'll take the finest top flute. I know, okay. like, I've that never been dead. to a gala before, and it's for this, it's like for a hospital? I, I really am confused oh. what it's about and really, oh. like, who's running it. <clears throat> I just know these, like, clients of mine are, like, 
future clients of mine are going to be at it. So I get to like go have a free meal and drinks and rub elbows. Yeah, boy. You know, I have yeah, to tap dance. I have to be on. I have to be on for like a four-hour period. Those are the worst. I always oh. feel so uncomfortable. And you and I are, are we're, we're creatures of being on. We're creatures it's of just being like, on all the time. But it's like, I don't want to do this with you. I'd rather be on in my own terms. Like, imagine if you and I were both at a party. It's like we would have to carry half of the load. When you're alone, you have to do it all. <laughs> you know. Carry the, the whole weight of the event and the entertainment is on you. There's and no one you're, to you're, pass the ball to. And then you're known as that guy. So the whole time, you could be like, be like <sighs> six in the morning the next day, and you're like hungover, thinking about killing myself. And they're like, hey, what was that funny shark story yesterday? How's Clarko going to get out of this pickle? They start Find making out. all these inside jokes that like you don't get, but you created them the night before. Yeah. Don't you love that? When jokes come up that you created, like, but you don't remember, and they're like, yeah, like the like, alarm and the cell phone thing you were talking about. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, you, you made it up yesterday. So I did. That happens it's funny. a lot. That happens more and more the older I get. Because it's like, I feel yes. like my my blackout memory, it's not like I blackout. I just don't remember. You know what right. I mean? It's like my memory's just sh- shot. It's not like you blackout to where you're like, I need to cl- I need to piece things together. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. It's just like it's just you're in such so like an autopilot on. mode that some of it you're like not even there for. You're just kind of like doing your act, but like your yeah, brain yeah. is in Asgard. Yes, your brain is in uh, La La Land. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, but it's funny. Yeah, we we were talking about that. I know you mentioned you were traveling this weekend. Oh my gosh! And it's like, do you get depressed when you have to travel for work on the weekend? See, I get like a depression because I'm like out of my comfort zone doing something I don't want to do. And if I'm traveling, it's it, I love traveling, okay, like on vacation, like I could do it all all the time. Hmm. But for like work, you're like, I don't have my own time, and it's like at the end of the day, I don't have my own comfort zone, my own pad to like go well, back to. It's like I'm on the road. Well, it sucks. Well, see, here's the difference. Because up until about a year and a half ago, I was like, oh, I don't want to travel. I hate it. But now that my life and soul have been handed over to this one-and-a-half-year-old person, when Ah. you get any sort of little, I don't have to be responsible because I'm just not there for like a couple hours, it's like a miniature vacation. And especially since this is just a party. That's a great way to look at it. Oh, yeah. That's even better. When I got to strap on a suit in the middle, because, you know, on the weekends, all Heather and I are trying to do is think of things to do with the baby. And that can be exhausting. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And then you have errands to run and all that bullshit. Sometimes you end up just blowing the entire Saturday. DTI is low. DTI is is low. It's just beeping. It's like a little, you know, replace battery soon light. It's red. We fill it up with beer, though. Right. You just keep juicing that. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But for the the most part, for the most part, though, traveling for work especially on the weekends i get a massive like well it's not well it's massive but it's like drawn out over the week before uh panic attack about packing because i leave it to the last possible second packing i do too i wait till like 11 30 the night before yeah and it's like i guess i'll put this together and then i always forget something i hope i didn't forget anything 
guess I like last weekend I packed a shirt that wasn't good and I was like, Oh, I'll just iron it. And it was like ruined. Cause I ironed it too much or something. I was like wearing the same shirt twice. It's like, I'm never unbuttoning my suit coat. <laughs> I've done that too. You just wear I forgot it the whole a belt. time. I, I forgot a belt for like a dinner <sighs> and belts. rather than, and I'm never going to go and I would just buy one, but I didn't have the time to get from the hotel to dinner. So I had the suit jacket on and I did like the one button and I kept it on like the whole time. I was like sweating, you know, like profusely. It was like July. I'm sweating and I'm just like, no, I'm good. I'm just a little, a little cold because I, I didn't want anyone I, to see it. I don't remember if I went on a rant about belts on this show or another podcast, but it's like yeah. I buy pants a great way to get off when you me. hang yourself a little bit. I mean, they keep your pants up. Oh, my Please. gosh. Dickens. Oh, my gosh. What's, what, you don't like belts? No, I buy pants that fit. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't understand. Like, suspenders? Like, why don't you just buy <laughs> pants that fit you? Or when you see a guy with suspenders and a belt, and you're just like, paranoid! Oh. You ever see that? Like, the suspenders and the belt? You're like, whoa. Yes, it's like, are you, can you breathe? Like, do your legs, are they getting blood? I love in a rare moon. In a rare moon. Once rare in a blue moon, moon when you see... Like rare moon. Wait, in a rare, in a rare wolf a red rare moon. rare moon podcast. You just, I need a contractor, I need a Mexican day laborer, and I need a saw duster. I don't know what that is, because you just blew my gray matter all over the, the, the charcuterie. Rare um, moon. I, when you see someone, usually a southern gentleman that's uh, a gentleman of large, substantiated girth mm-hmm. with the blue overalls on, and or the blue jeans, but there's like suspenders literally just holding them up. Like if they were gone, they would just fall down to his legs. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like like you say, like a truck stop or like, on, like in a movie. You not only have one pair of jeans, you have one pair of pants. And they are so worn in that like they have stretched to the point where they'll never really fit you snugly. So you <laughs> have to screaming. just kind of like hang them around you. And you kind of like walk <laughs> in their orbit. Yeah, you, they kind of walk you, not the opposite. Yeah. And they own the only pair left of that size. And I just love when you see that because it's like, dude, if I just took some scissors and just snipped the back, like it, we would, they would just fall down. Yeah. But they look like a cartoon character, like a clown suit. You know what I mean? It's yes. funny. It's like clown's pants. That's like those big, huge, like where there's like the hula hoop around the waist and it never really right. like. <laughs> who, like who makes those? Like how, how does one, you know, procure those? Like. At the big and husky shop, like, hey, I need a, I need a fifty-two men's, you know, I, like, how do you do that? I think like, you get so fat that like your fupa, like, confuses the pant maker, you know, and like the pants don't know how to like stretch that way, so they just end up just never fitting you when you're standing up. What is fupa? Front, upper penis area? Yeah, <laughs> or pussy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or guns? Pardon. I gunt. call it the gunt. What's gunt? <laughs> Cunt and gut. Like oh. you see the fat ladies with that. You know that that's protruding thing? The gunt? Um, yeah, the fupa. Sweetest. The underscore podcast. Fupa. But yeah, it's just interesting when you see that. But yeah, with traveling though, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's like, a, it's like a weird Twilight Zone thing. It wasn't as bad this time though. I think I brought in a right. beer and like got myself on a good sleeping schedule where I wasn't up like eight hours like. You know, I think I was like going to bed by like 10, 1030, which is like, I haven't done that since I was like in eighth grade. So now I'm like on a better schedule. Oh. So I think it's like makes it easier. That's dude. That's something I've been trying to do 
Except for nights we do podcasts. Like, I gotta be in bed before 11 or I'm a fucking zombie all day. You know, until, like, yeah. the day's over, I, like, wake up. And then you feel, yeah, it's like you feel better. Yeah. The Adderall um, helps, too. I just got the refill. So I'm just like, you know, steady. I can fly once again. Yeah, you're like, even though this is really not interesting at all, there's this little elf in me that is helping me through it and not like, you know, want to smash things. Right. As I sit oh, and do this for eight hours. <laughs> before we bring Biscardi on, though, to your credit with the pants, I agree. I don't wear belts unless it's like part of the outfit. Like you have to. Like if you have like khakis with something tucked in or a suit, like you have to wear a belt. I don't yeah, really it's wear. It's purely aesthetic. Yeah, I don't. It's just for a show. I don't wear belts. If I have like a t-shirt on and jeans, like I don't need to see, I'm waiting for someone like Timberlake or, you know, Chris Hemsworth to, to start the no belt trend. Like it's like it, you're, you're purposely showing like, look, I don't wear a belt. Yeah. And it to be, yeah, cool. it should be optional. It's a pain too. Um, do you want to save, I, I read an article. I, I, maybe we can save this for sports with John, but the home run issue, too many home runs. Oh, yeah. Is that, are you familiar with that? Just to give the yeah, listeners a it background. It kind of started last year. Yeah, there's too many home runs today. Is and that the stupidest thing I've ever... I mean, that, that sentence doesn't even make sense. There's too many no, home think, runs? It's the only thing people like in baseball. That's what I'm saying. I think it's like saying there's, there's too many... Uh... Home runs. Clark. And we're back. Um, put this away and um, tell Luca Brazzi to come in. Luca Brazzi. Tell uh, Biscardi there's a uh, 71 GTO parked on the uh, Queens Boulevard to do some car spotting. And there's a nice Italian restaurant there to do some food porn. So the question, tweet us, the underscore podcast. So the question that the world has tonight is where does one find a guinea hen? And is that offensive to Italian-Americans? Coming up on the 11 o'clock news. That's exactly what I thought. Guinea hens. Friend. Boris Biscardi wants a guinea hen. Friend, foe, but eater of ticks. Apparently, uh, guinea hens can eat ticks by the hundreds. Yeah, as well as mosquitoes. Um, uh, they also eat Mexicans. Uh, oh, my gosh. They, oh, they my gosh. And specs. So what's the, uh, what's the deal with the, uh, the guinea hens? They look beautiful. I think they're actually quite ugly, um, but they serve a purpose. So They're sleek. Can you, buy one dom- you can buy one domestically then? Well, I started shopping around on Craigslist. I mean, I didn't, how much do these things cost? Because, uh, you know, it's by a car. I, I don't know. Really, you know, <laughs> I love Craigslist. You want an appliance, a new couch? No, nah, any guinea hens? Yeah, there's like 30 listings here. We just have them. Except that there's this one listing, and it's not that far away. It's out in Calverton, out east, except they don't give a price. They just try and oh. advertise their Facebook page to oh. you know, uh, channel you over to the Facebook page. But what happens when I go right. to the Facebook page? I don't find prices there either. So, you know, it's like, let's get no. to the point. I just want to know 
how much these WAP chickens cost. So just... <laughs> the title of tonight's show, WAP chickens. <laughs> these Dago roosters. <laughs> so, uh, what? that's the, the question. What, what is a guinea hen worth? And what do they take to, like, feed? Is it just, like, seed? Yeah, like, can they there? just roam the yard? Like, do you need to buy a fence? Do you have to get a That's coop? what I plan on. Chicken doing, coop? You know, oh. and if it runs off, whatever, it finds its way back or it won't, but it's not the end of the world. Um, yeah. Either it starves to death or it finds its way back. Right. But I think they just eat mosquitoes. Why would you need to give it seed? If it eats that many mosquitoes, and I hear it's quite a lot. And that many ticks, which we have no shortage of. It's the only reason I'm, I'd be investing in one of these things. Oh, man. The mosquitoes down on the south shore right now are horrible this time of year. And, uh, you know, when you live as close to the water as I do. They're that bad, huh? You can't go outside. Man, the water is the killer, especially if it starts to get hotter and hotter up there. They're just going to be like, ugh, swarm, right. swarm, swarm. And they do, and the more you fight them, the more that come with reinforcements. Right. How many do you, do you really have that like agitated? Mosquitoes where you are, like it's a, it's a huge. You can't even like really. Sit I outside. can't begin to entertain how bad it is. Wow. Because it's you're just, so close to the like, water. Yeah, you walk so outside and you're still, just getting bit. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm itching all day, all night long, and um, you know I. We talked about this. I invested in the plants. I got marigolds. I got cat mint everywhere. Uh, I got lemon balm, citronella. But nothing Anthrax. was enough to thwart these things back to hell. It looks like there's a, a place not too far where I live, um, and they sell these guinea fowls, and they're, they're as low as $4 for a bird. Okay, that's um, a good thing. Yeah, like I guess I, I didn't. Re- I never even heard of this animal until today. But uh, there's like there's pearl gray, white African, royal purple. There's all kinds of breeds, and they're five pearl bucks. Gray. Whoa! It looks like yeah for for, for the babies, <laughs> for the baby hatchlings, they're five dollars, and you could and five twenty, and you have to get a minimum of five. So you pay like twenty five bucks, and you get five of these little things because I guess they're social. But they're, uh, wow. it's just what you said. Apparently they're great for getting rid of pests. Yeah. And, and it looks like they're uh, very easy to, like, maintain. You just kind of, like, feed them and they just do their own thing. You don't have to, right. like, change it. Miss Carter, you they don't have kinda... any other pets, right? No, no animals. So yeah, they, they just kind of live there. No, no, they wouldn't have to. I mean, there's plenty of wild cats that roam around. So there was, a, I guess, a news article last week that some guy in this town in the South Fork uh, where I live had uh, 76 cats in his dumpy house and I guess animal services came and rescued them all but they probably had them on the street Um, you can buy the guinea heads online too on this website it says be sure to pick up your birds from the post office and make plans to be home the first day so they don't die um, what so, the? so you can actually order these things. So it's a cheap gift. You can actually order them to like other people. Like, hey, Uncle Bill, I hope you like your Christmas gift. Oh my God! Bucks. Let's start. Uh, <laughs> put up a bogus. Put up a bogus. <laughs> One of those bogus Facebook campaigns. <laughs> it's, Bis- it's your birthday for this birthday. Donate to Biscardi's <laughs> Guinea Hen Foundation. Yeah, go fund me. Guinea Hen fund me. Yeah, g- go Guinea Hen. Guinea hen. Go Fine. guinea hen. 
30 of them show up. Yeah. I kind of want to oh get God. one myself just to have one, like an extra pet. I know. Yeah. I mean, I it, the again, if it box. runs off, whatever, they're not expensive, so great. Um, they're five bucks. Why not? Oh, and there's also bargain specials. And By the way, this site is called Cackle Hatchery, and it's it's in Missouri. Uh, excuse me. It's not in California. Mm-hmm. It, but it's it's uh, you can get a whole hatchling for three bucks, three ninety five. And that like, sounds like a bargain. Like to like, me. like a like a box of them. Uh, the website looks like it's from nineteen ninety eight too. So I hope it's still active. <laughs> but um, oh yeah, two thousand nineteen. The birdie uh, bargain basement. But I wanted to ask you guys this uh, to segue a little bit into the sports with John. Um, I read an article about the number of home runs this year uh, and last year. And in the 1980s, there were only six games with uh, double-digit, you know. Now, and now, sports with John, John. Home runs in a game. In the 1990s, there were only uh, 12. We've surpassed the combined of those by April of this year. They're just, you know, it's not uncommon for games to be a score of like 15 to 3. And the guy in the article on ESPN.com was bitching about it, but I think it's good. People want to be entertained. Aren't home runs a good thing? Uh, what's your um, what's your guinea hen uh, porridge on this, you guys? <laughs> guinea hen gruel. I, Is it uh, good or- Bam. Can we get some research? Can we find what a, what a guinea hen sounds like and just oh, yeah. play Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find it and play it over. All right. Um, okay. So last season, there were 5,585 total home runs hit. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember when Mark McGuire yeah. and Sammy Sosa were going head-to-head and uh, that was 98, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess since then, you know, they were both – after Roger Maris's record, right. and uh, um, I think since 1998, quite a few people have beaten both their records. Bonds. Only I'm Bonds. Not... Only Bonds has broken Maguire's. He hit 73 in one season. Maguire has oh, seven. You know, I take that back. I think a lot of people beat Maris's record. Yeah, like a lot of people have finished in the 60s. Clark, 60s, what? right. Yeah, God. Oh, is that the hen? The... You might want to rethink that guinea hen. Oh, my God. It sounds like Star Wars laser. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, my God. I'll get neighbors shooting at me. So if you're still with us, in 2018, <laughs> 5,585 home runs. In 2017, 6,105. 2016, 5,610. And so far this season, 2,697. What does that mean? No fucking clue. <laughs> Isn't it, didn't they modify the ball, the baseball, to like hit farther, to travel farther? I mean, I mean they, they make it more efficient and tighter. Uh, but, and I mean, God, they use a different ball for every fucking pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that baseball has gotten to a point where you're either seeing a home run or a strikeout. Yeah. And nobody walking anybody anymore. Right. There's like the small ball thing. If you can play small ball still, you're the champion. You're the Red Sox because that's what they did. They just like chip away. 
What's small ball? It's where you like get a single and then you steal second. Then that guy gets a single and the guy on second scores. And then you get a, you get a double and then that guy oh. scores. You know, like you chip away. All these other teams are just going all for, for dick. I mean, it's not home runs. It's like a home run oh. these other guys. Did you see the unsportsmanlike conduct? What was it? Uh, four days ago, maybe. Um, it was the, the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, Bumgarner like, told Bumgarner told yeah. him to stop watching the home run. Uh, right, and then he says, "Well, well, go get it or something like that." And you know, the guy. Wait, what like, happened? So somebody on the Dodgers went yard off a of Bumgarner and hit it in the McCovey Cove, and the guy was like trotting around the base, like watching the people like fight over it, you yeah. know, like in their yacht or um, and kayaks, savoring the moment. And Bumgarner's like, "Quit watching it and get home." And the guy yells back to Bumgarner, if you don't want me to watch it, go jump in there and get it. <laughs> oh, he, he got in trouble for that? No, it was just a lot of people thought it was funny that he said it. Yeah, it's just really Madison off, Bumgarner. I mean, you got a pitcher yeah. who was who was uh, really losing his shit over that. And it was kind of like a snowflake moment in sports, I think. It's like, you know, lighten up a little bit. You know, learn yeah, how to talk some shit millions back. of dollars. Right. Say something sarcastic back. You're not going to get fired because somebody hit a home run off you. Right. It happens every pitcher. If you can't laugh that off. But, you know, right. these guys are... A good that's pitcher why pros. just shake it off and move yeah. on. And Bumgarner literally had the greatest World Series performance I've ever watched uh, for the wow. Giants a couple of years ago. Where he pitched like three games and in the last game he pitched a complete game. And they yeah, won. that's that's not easy so to he's do. A beast. I, I think that's why he drew a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah, he has some yeah. and a good pitcher will just brush it off. But the uh, the home run thing, they talk about, you know, uh, is it too much? And I think it's like good for the game. People interest has been waning in years because the games are too long, in a lot of ways. And yeah. and a buddy yes. of mine said this is what's killing the sport. We were watching one of the World Series games like two years ago, and it was. You know, it was like five, six minutes on one batter. You know, and then the pitcher, then they approach the mound and they talk about, you know, a timeout of, you know, the manager comes out. And it's like, it was a good like six, seven minutes on one guy. And it was like the sixth inning of the 1-1 score. (laughs) Game 93. I haven't watched a game in over a week now, but I'm like, all right, it doesn't really matter because... I can catch up quickly. I, I haven't missed that much. It's not like missing four football games. No. And now you're already into mid-season. Oh. So I made the same comment. I usually only watch it when I'm um, at dinner, I guess, because we sit at right. the bar and if I'm going out and I watch it on the screen. But, um, you know, I'll get caught up otherwise just on, you know, news, usually sports radio. But yeah. Um, I made the same comment when I was at dinner, and the owner, who she hangs out at the bar with us, uh, and um, we talk baseball or whatever. And I said the same thing that it's just it's baseball is oh. too long. Just, oh, Mikey, you're not a true baseball fan. As well, I, you're not a true. To be perfectly honest with you, I'm just now getting back to the sport a little bit after like a Wait ten a year hiatus. Isn't that the dumbest but, no. thing? You're it's not so a true dumb. fan. It's like, what the it's, hell it's, does that mean? Yeah, I, I, you you can like you can like sports I'm not a false as fan. little or as much right. as you want. Yeah, you right. can like sports as little as much as you want, and it gives you the same clout as the next guy, unless right. he has like a stake right. in the owner. I may be a one right. on the fandom scale, but and you may be a ten. But you know, I right. have a life. You know, yeah. Mr. October was Reggie Jackson. If he were alive today. 
he would be well Derek Jeter's Mr. November but um, yeah. there is no more right. being a Mr. October because the game is I mean even the uh, the league champions aren't over by beginning of October anymore it's like the right it's a matter of time before mid-November the week before Thanksgiving is when we're watching the World Series and then before you know it you know the Super Bowl's around the corner, and after that, they're gonna start the season earlier. And uh, now, to the the couple of weeks after the Super Bowl, baseball season's up again. Right. Exactly. Reggie Jackson is uh, still alive. Yes, he is. <clears throat> I try to say alive. I meant if he was still playing. I'm sorry. Right. I said. Did I, I say I he was like, dead? I don't I'm remember. Sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, ESPN spending a whole day talking about him. I'm Reggie sorry. Jackson. I think you were today. I'm sorry, Reggie Jackson, listening to this. I didn't mean to. If he, he was listening. playing today, excuse me. He is listening. So, do you want to hear the difference in strikeouts from year to year? Yeah. Yeah, so please. In 2016, 38,000. 2017, 40,000. 2018, 41,000. So, the strikeouts have gone up. See, it's either home run or strikeout. It's like two extremes. When is when small ball get rid and of... you win? I was listening recently to a WABC, and there was a good segment. Julia, uh, hey. not Julia, the girl from um, Sid Bernard, Sid, which one? Her, the producer of theirs. She goes out into town. Oh, and she asks a bunch of random, oh. random questions, and uh, one of the questions she asked to, to people in the streets was, "Do you think that?" Pete Rose should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And like four millennials answered, who the hell is Pete Rose? Oh, gosh. Yeah, of course. You know what? He, you know why he's not in the Hall of Fame? It's not because of his hit record. or he's gambling. a liar. It's because he's an asshole. He's a, guy I think he's he's a, a liar. I, think he's I don't think he's a nice guy. He's I a stupid liar. Yeah, he, you hear about that uh, from everybody. The guy that I talked with trash. the baseball cards with uh, brought up Pete Rose. And he says he's an asshole. He's yeah, like not a nice know, guy. You know who was an even bigger asshole? Ty Cobb. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he has his own wing in the Hall of Fame. That's true. We're going to get some clan down here. We need some good God-fearing clan some down Negroes. here. By the way, uh, in the third period, seven minutes remaining, Blues 3 nothing over the Bruins Game 7. The Stanley Cup oh my could be going to St. Louis for the first time in history. Stay tuned. First time in history, wow. Ever. Their first before championship ever. Into, yeah, before getting into uh, hockey in June, I wanted to wrap on something oh, yeah. with baseball. Actually, that, that gives me a good idea. Everybody should in. share their Pete Rose story. Like, what is your – tweet us. What is, if you've met Pete Rose, what is your worst memory of meeting Pete Rose? Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Mine was uh, meeting him at the Ballpark Cafe in Boca Raton, which he owned. Boca Raton. Yeah, he's not a nice guy. I uh, remember him in WrestleMania 14, which was in Boston, and he called them City of Losers, and then Kane <laughs> came out and uh, gave him a tombstone pile driver. Who did? Kane, Undertaker's brother. Oh, yeah. I That's had his funny. autograph somewhere. I think I lost him. I don't it's really like care. worth five cents. so many. Yeah, it's worthless. <laughs> He still but, has the like the biggest hit record. He's like a great player. I was just gonna say that it's never been beaten, and that was like never uh, beaten. How many years ago? Forty years ago. The only it's, person who even came close was Ichiro, and 
technically because in Japan he had like 2,000 hits. So overall he has more. But in the majors, he has th- like 3,000-something. And he's like one of the last of the white guys to hold a record, you know? He's not some Dominican or Cuban. I'm not trying to sound racist or anything, but, you know, <laughs> you, you don't um, see a lot of baseball players of his... Right. Image. Of his genetic makeup. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, they're all he's pitchers a now. Hey, did you hear about uh, Ortiz, uh, David Ortiz, getting shot? Sure did. He's back in Boston now. I was going to say uh, the biggest news, because there are some heavy topics in SWK tonight. Uh, yes. The biggest news, David Ortiz shot in Dominican Republic. Uh, there was a bunch of fellow DR uh, major leaguers kind of like you know, expressing their shame. They're like, in, in Dominican Republic, he's like a god. And in our hometown, he got shot. Like, why but, the fuck would anyone want to shoot Big Poppy? Why the fuck would anybody <laughs> want to go to the DR right now? He got Ooh, shot a I week ago. Some guy water. gets poisoned. It's like Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. Mini bar. And I think uh, a couple two weeks whip, ago, a couple two tropical on a Chernobyl. A, a couple on a cruise died, and then another woman died, both from Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> going, the FBI is on the ground. In Dominican Republic right now. Can you imagine how cheap flights must be? To go there? I wouldn't go there. Right Wait now. a minute! I wouldn't. People are canceling. The tourism is killing it. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, David Ortiz. I think somebody was shooting at somebody he was with, and he got hit. I don't but think I mean, that was close. Tour. That was close range, and I saw the video. I mean, it's obviously not clear. It's surveillance sky cam video. Oh, there's a video. Yeah. When someone gets shot, like when it's like one on one. Obviously, you want to get the shooter. But then you want to think about why would you do right. something to drive someone to want to shoot you? Right. <laughs> you right. You sticky. have to think about that. He said to the doctor, "Say, don't let me die. I'm a good man. And I thought to myself, hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't doubt he's a, he's a good guy. He's even getting support from New York. A good man, though, wouldn't have to say that. He's an ambassador. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, wait a second. Is there something? Is this plot about to thicken? You better keep him alive. Yeah, some some drug business is going on. So he uh, he got like you know he got busted for roids, and he did what Clark you and I always say: nothing, just serve your time and then come back. Oh. And then he won World Series, and every right. nobody cares. Yes. Do your right. time. Just I always thought it was funny anything. too. Shut up. With, speaking of baseball, when the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim used to be called the California Angels, like they represented the whole state. Yeah. It's like, right. oh, you're an Angels fan too. You live the in Anaheim. Four other teams. No, I live eight hours north. You know, but I like the Angels. Like it's kind of a broad range. It's like the New England Patriots. Like uh, we cover eight states. Right. You know, it's like, come on. <laughs> Getting broad. <laughs> I don't know. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Um, have you guys been watching the uh, hey, wait. Hey, wait. Sorry. watch them? Sorry, uh, I wanted to NBA continue championships. On. Yes, sorry, I uh, I have to plug in this thing. Uh, Kevin Durant comes back game five after being injured, missing a month of the playoffs. Isn't that the insane? Part- From May eighth to June 9th he was out. 
during that entire like well, playoff. They've been run. doing well without him, right? They've been doing yeah. fine. Uh, but the Raptors have him down three games to one. Durant comes out, scores eleven points in twelve minutes. Early in the second period, he dribbles, dribbles, snap, tears his Achilles tendon. His career is going to dramatically get worse. That is karma because he's such a dirty player. This is coming from a guy who doesn't know anything about baseball, but you know Kevin Durant, and it's synonymous with dirty. Oh, really? He'll eye gouge. I mean, the guy's a prick out there, and he gets away with it. I don't know how, but that's karma. Yeah, I guess he does. No, I don't know. Am I wrong again? I'm not a base. No, I'm not a basketball fanatic. But that's what they say about Kevin Durant. He's a dirty player. Who? Especially when he's up against LeBron. Who says that? I hear from people just jokers at the bar who watch this. You know, you know what he is. Yeah, okay, I know what you're hearing. You know what he is. He's not like a dirty player, but he is a dirty. Like he's one of those players that are good at playing dirty because everyone's trying to like cheat and sneak here and there and durant like always goes the extra mile you know like he's like he's patting your back he's tugging at your jersey he's doing Mm -hmm. things that smart defensive players do and you know if he's beating your team you're gonna go on and on about how dirty he is i got you okay i mean that's right again i who am i to judge i don't follow basketball but that's he's just probably my cashews probably in the top three of the basketball players in the world and when you tear your achilles and he's like 6 11 he's he's like 6 11 110 yeah, pounds cool. like he is a giant scarecrow of a man how much does he weigh i don't know <laughs> He's but he's really thin. He's so is thin. He, is he is he is he really thin? Yeah. Super yeah. thin. He's just that guy that can just jump so high that when he lets go of the ball, it's like thirteen feet in the air. Like no one's gonna <laughs> no one's gonna block him. Yeah, what are they gonna do? But the uh the Warriors managed to eke out a victory and they're headed back to Oakland down three to two. Only one team has ever come back after being down three to one in the finals. And that was the Cavs with LeBron a couple years ago. Uh, Phillies lose to the D-backs at home 2-0. Yeah. And the Women's World Cup. We are in day five. That snuck up on me. Yeah, I heard about that. They they crashed uh, through Google. Estonia. Thailand. (laughs) Estonia. Yeah, somebody played in Estonia this week. Are they playing in Estonia? Estonia? They played Estonia. I was at a, some pizza place that sucked yesterday, and someone's like, "We played Estonia." I'm like, "I don't care. It's hot. I hate my life." <laughs> women's World Cup. U.S. Women's team shattered single game goal record for a cup game, suffocating Thailand 13 to zero. And they said that they were jumping up and down and celebrating after every single goal. So, of course, somebody had to have a problem with that. Well, of course. It's like, uh, they're in the World Cup and they're dominating. They should be pretty pumped about it. They're defending champs. Yeah. Um, everyone's, always, everyone's a critic. I know. Nobody wants anyone to be happy. And the no. Blues take a 4 to nothing lead, 3.55 to go in the game. This is history, boys. It's history. The Blues, first time in St. Louis. Yeah. Have the Blues always been in St. Louis? I believe so. Okay, so yeah. 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 As long as my Makes dick no was, was, thro- was throbbing on this planet. 
Even name a guy from <laughs> St. Louis Blues from many Fucking many years Jesus. ago because I had hockey cards. Was it Brett Hall? Was that his name? I think I had some yeah, cards. Brett yeah. Hall. Yeah, Brett Hall. Brett Hall. Okay. Dick yeah. Brett, like R H. Yeah. Rhett. Rhett. Clark, any news on the Dick Cock Apple feed? Tim Apple feed. Um. Just to recap, the the home run thing was the big thing I had, but um, Tim Apple. Yeah, the the home run thing I guess was the big one that I've been reading about. Um, although Mayweather has fallen off, I guess he's spending more money than than we've anticipated. Mayweather has fallen off Forbes' uh, highest paid athletes list altogether. Last year, Money Mayweather was the top earning athlete overall, but this year he failed to even make the top. 100. Not, not too surprising. Uh, he hasn't really done anything. And everybody signed like the biggest contracts Apple. ever like for very like two weeks Apple. in the NFL like every Apple. other day. It was like someone was signing the largest contract in history again. Right. Remember? It was like yeah, again, over and over. This week, I guess uh, Mayweather brought home $285 million. Jeez. Um, the, the pre- oh. the Jump in the ring in less than Point two eight five seconds just to get a piece of that cash. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, just just to get just to be in there and go down. Oh yeah. Uh, in a related story, well, and I know it's supposed, to, absorb I'm some supposed to be the news guy, but does anybody understand this Beaver Cruise fight that now McGregor's saying he'll sponsor? What the hell is this? Oh yeah. Yes. We appreciate it very much. I, I, I saw Jimmy Kimmel talking about it, and I kind of thought it was a joke. And yeah. then I saw McGregor's like, you know, I'll make it happen. Uh, I think it would be something that at the, the, en- at the end seen. at the end of it we're all going to be furious yeah celebrity <laughs> Tom Cruise Tom Cruise and Beaver yeah. Tom Cruise and, and the Beebs yeah. Scientologist and the it would just would never happen. Science experiment. Yeah. Celebrities, <laughs> celebrities like that don't fight in a ring like Tom Cruise is too nice of a guy you know, to like, or they would just do like a, a fake. Spar. I remember when I was in the UK. This is back in 05. He was promoting the score. Uh, <laughs> four to one. Promoting uh, what was it? War of the Worlds, right? Yeah. And some paparazzo in London squirted him with a microphone, and, and you know, he uh, he didn't really take this as a joke. It is kind of a. Uh, I mean, I, it might piss me off too. It was just water. It sounded like he got a soup stained with sake or something like that. But uh, he made such a big deal of it. I remember he, he was going, it was all over the, the local London news. I remember. Excuse me, excuse me. Why would you do that? No, no, just hold on a second. You know, people are trying to pull him away, get rid of the guy. No, no, just, just hold on a second. I have a question with this guy. Why would you do that? I come here and I do an interview. Like he just made such a big deal of it, and then he just—he's wiping, he's yeah, dramatically yeah. wiping his hands and his lapel when he throws the hanky at the guy. Like, You're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> when that guy kissed Will Smith and Will Smith oh, yeah. slapped him. Slapped him. Uh, oh but, yeah, you know, I remember that. I remember that. Big Here's Will what Mayweather putting needs the smack to do. Down. He needs to just stop talking all together and just save his money and put it into things. Or he needs to, like, go balls out. Oh, I like your settings very much. Nah, or like just uh, do another fight with Pacquiao and, 
you know, make another like payday off the singer or something. Oh, he's a politician now, right? Yeah, he's like a mayor or like a the yeah. president. Of, of so and so Philippines. Is well, no, Pacquiao is um, is fighting this summer, I believe. Pacquiao. Oh, he is. Okay. We're talking about Pacquiao versus Pacquiao. Thurman, Filipino boxer. I just saw that my train, my Filipino martial arts trainer said Pacquiao had just not been focused anymore. You know, he was He's he could have been the better fighter, but he just wasn't focused on fighting anymore. That's what he told me. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I actually know that. <laughs> Now, why would you do that? He would have fucked his shoulder in that Mayweather. Like, it was already, like, not all yeah. 100%. And then he, you could tell he, like, couldn't yeah. land anything. Like, it was yeah. it was cantaloupe punches. Quick standings yeah. in the majors, if I may. In the fake league, Yankees at the top. In the east, Twins in the central. And the world champion Astros in the west. Fuck. The Braves have a half-game lead over the Phillies in the National League East. Brewers at the top, actually tied with the Cubs in the Central, and the Dodgers in the West, and that. Oh, it's coming out of my penis. There <laughs> <laughs> goes the Dodgers. Sports of John, John, John. John. I like doing sports with John first because it's yeah. like a refreshing update to like it's a good what's base. going on. It's a good base. Touch the base. Good, good topic base. base. Uh, so, tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Tonight's oh, show. Dodgers by are the way, nine and a half up. Jeez. Sorry. Go on. By the Bye. way, I was looking at, I know John loves numbers. Uh, we're huge in, in uh, the United them. Kingdom. I love them. I love them. And Actually, Canada. I love those numbers. Yeah, Canada and the United Kingdom are tuning in. So... Uh, thanks, you hosters, and um, cheers, uh, <laughs> cheers, good man. Pretty good, eh? For listening to the, um, to the program on the uh, on the radio, on the radio, uh, the boot, the car, the garage. Um, and the St. Louis Blues are NHL 2018-19 Stanley Cup champions. Let me. Oh, there it is! Congratulations, St. Louis Blues. Okay. St. Louis Blues. Well, it's um, summertime now. Hockey's over. Right. The 25th the anniversary <laughs> is today. 25th anniversary of the O.J. Simpson uh, birth of the trial. Uh, it's when well, the murders happened. Okay. And, uh, oh, that's have right. You guys, have you guys summer watched? night. Yeah, that summer night. Have you guys watched People vs. O.J. Simpson Chad since we like, house. talked about well, it? Well, you know, it, it's, I could – I just know everything that's happening um, – I mean, I knew I, I knew the the outcome of the show back then, but uh, it's it's not something I would re-binge. Right. It's yeah. like you already know the story, so you just want to see that take on it once. Yeah, I tried to watch right. Versace's first episode again oh. the second time after that was released on whatever Netflix or whatever. Oh, a terrible show. it was sore on my it's eyes. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it, like my but... eyes hurt watching that show. And I expected yeah. such good things from Versace, but it was just terrible. Versace. Yeah, you you don't care about it. You don't no, really no. care about the show. You're watching it. You're like, I don't. Well, I you know I thought it'd be an interesting. I remember, I remember the case. I remember it very well. Um, I just 
just uh, didn't catch on to the show. It didn't take. It just didn't take. Oh, I'm not saying I, didn't, I don't care about I like... Versace. Yeah, I didn't care about the, the character. Andrew couldn't. It was too much like, you know, for lack of a better word, it was too much like gay stuff with him. Like, yeah. Lying. Was... You're like, I don't, I don't care about this. And it was such a cast with OJ. Like, you knew so many of these people yes. in real life. In Versace, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know. It was like one guy. It was like one guy's melodrama of going insane. And you're like, right. I, I don't know. And the yeah. Princess Diana's death kind of took that away when that and, happened. And, and, and that was a lot of documented footage uh, just recreated for dramatic purposes, whereas Versace, none of this stuff was documented. Nobody knows if it was true because nobody ever picked up Andrew Kanani. He was dead by the time they found him. So the, the true account of right. uh, his life story, you don't really know. Yeah. Wait yeah, a minute. They, they just kind of yeah. did the Hollywood take on it. Uh, right. Speaking of the juice, though, they did an interview with him saying uh, he's doing fine. And apparently he's one of the most like celebrated celebs in Vegas. Like he, he gets more people want to take more selfies with him than anybody. The juice? Yeah. Like he's oh, like God. he's not getting any hate <laughs> in Vegas where it's like, fuck you. I mean, he's kind of celebrated everywhere he goes. Well, that's what he, he is. Now. Definitely he's definitely can't go back act. to L.A., though. He it's can't go back. He cannot go back to Los Angeles. He's just hated there. Um, yeah, I don't think he ever would. But, you know, in Vegas, you got all kinds of characters, I guess. You know, speaking of selfies, not to digress, but apparently Chernobyl, uh, the producers of the show, want to put a big warning out to, uh, well, not a warning, but uh, a plea for all these new tourists that are visiting the Chernobyl site to not take these selfies. Um Oh really? I don't Why? See what the, I, yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. I mean, they're, they're worried about respect. They're comparing it to the kids taking um, disrespectful selfies at Auschwitz. A little and different. I don't Russia's think that's so the same. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think that's the same. Uh, you want to take selfies? You want to visit the uh, what do they call the zone? The um, the dead zone. The, the, yeah, the dead zone. The, the, yeah, the dead zone. Yeah. The dead zone. Yes. Want to go there? Yes. Take it yes. by all means. I don't see why they'd be offended by that. One thing about Chernobyl too, and at the end of the series, spoiler alert, when they celebrated the scientists and things involved. Oh yeah. Oh. On one hand, yes, they did. Some of these guys did try to blow the whistle, and they they were courageous. But they they memorialized these, and of course, anyone that died should be memorialized. You know, it's very sad, but they memorialized kind of the people involved. Yeah. And it's like you guys were still communists. They were still like the bad right. guys in the eighties. They were, right. you know, they still would have nuked us uh, had they, if they, you know, wanted to. It's, I love. Uh, there's people who who would argue that this marked the end <laughs> of the communist era in the Soviet Union, and largely in part, I think, to what we talked about <laughs> one of shows ago, mm-hmm. when you looked at um, communism yeah. from the outside looking in. Uh, it was bureaucrats, fancy boys in pretty blazers coming the to dandy. tell the dirty, the dandies, yes, good the real dandy. telling, telling the, the coal miners that they had to go save the world while they, you know, just sort of um, took all the credit, yeah, and, and sat in the sidelines. And that's why communism didn't work. Right, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a paradox. It's not, I it's love not how it, it all came, and it's it's amazing that the whole thing boiled down to them just being cheap. Right. Right. It was all about rules. Those things had graphite on it because that was cheaper. 
and that's what like I, caused it to blow up. I was yeah. amazed by the the Good story call. about the woman who her life got saved because she was pregnant and the baby, the fetus absorbed all of the radiation and died for her. I didn't even know that was possible. Oh, wow. Oh, speaking of that, too, uh, after the accident, a lot of doctors told women to get abortions because they could be radioactive. And, and they said that the chances that any of them were was like yeah. 0.4%. Like all these like like thousands of abortions happened that never needed to. Right. You know, like it's Dude, just what I a mean, mess. Look at Russia now. I mean, they all are like brainwashed. Strotsky. Strotsky mm-hmm. comrade. Yeah, they're yeah. just like radioactive, brain dead <laughs> drones. But those were really the Russians. Those were the Ukrainians. So the, can you visit? Ukraine, right, you could, but you could visit everywhere. Chernobyl to to where to like a certain degree. You can get close enough because yeah. it's still radioactive. Some people are getting pretty damn close to it. Um, yeah, how do you they do have that? Tours, just keep walking. Nobody wants to, um, you know, nobody's going to live in Pripyat. I think they have a, yeah. maybe a population of 100 in Pripyat. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, now that people have seen the show, they're going to take their chances. But um, I. I don't think that these tours go all the way up to the power plant. I'm pretty sure those are people that just sort of uh, some vagabonds that wander, stray a little too far. Oh, but I think oh, the yeah. tours that they yes. do are on you know, the outside. Vagrants. Yeah. No these vagrants. These vagabonds. No man. Uh, I was. I didn't do my homework when I watched Chernobyl. It was only five episodes. I, I did. I didn't know how many episodes there were. So when episode five hit, I was like, oh, it's done. Mid. Miniseries. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what do you guys think of it? Did you guys watch it? Thought it was brilliant. I thought it was fucking awesome. HBO once good. again. Really good. Swings I think the last episode wasn't that good except for the end. It was a little dry. Yeah, yeah it was a little slow. I so, thought it was good. Hey, back to that Dominican Republic oh, madness that's going on. Mm-hmm. So my neighborhood has its own Facebook page which is just a black hole within a black hole. Jewish yoga pants. And some of the comments on here are just insane. (laughs) And 42 minutes ago, this woman just posts, just want to share that people are crucially getting ill and dying in a lot of resorts at the Dominican Republic. My husband and I stayed most recently at Gran Bahia Principal La Romana, and I got sick but had antibiotics. There have been a few recent unexpected deaths just this just happened at hard rock too and now barbara corcoran brother died every day either water or food is contaminated but it's deadly please do your research before traveling to the dr actually don't go there at all for now update supposedly mini bar drinks are being spiked with bleach intentionally employees are doing this that's fucked up that's a dramatic post i should say whoever wrote that i'm sure Reads a lot of to get dramatic. Probably has a. Uh, is there a word, a post that's ten paragraphs long about Lady Gaga and Bradley? <laughs> In all caps. I'm, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking at her profile, and she just seems like a normal mom with two kids. Is she hot? Uh, I can't really tell. All the pictures of her kids. Does she leave? Have another? you guys oh, ever been there? I, I've never had an interest to go there. This no, I have. Better island. So it's cheap. Um, you get all inclusive. I think that's the ticket that sells everybody. Um, you go to Punta Cana, 
and um, you know they're pretty nice resorts. But uh, yeah, Spike drinks at the mini bar. What happens if you drink bleach? Oh my you know, God. I did this. I mean, Ouch. how did they get that? How did they spike the bottles that were already sealed shut? It's scary because. I picked up an unknown bottle right. off the street on Park Avenue last week. I saw a bottle of champagne that I literally jumped out of my truck as I'm driving up Park Good Avenue. For you. I saw like, I picked it up and went, What the fuck? Thinking that it could have possibly been, you know, a bottle of Dom, which it wasn't. It was like some cheap fifteen dollar prosecco, which is probably why it was on the street. But I was like, I got Right, know. some bum. Like well, you're, you're getting I like court. a you're getting like a pineapple mudslide McGillicuddy, and then they're dripping some bleach in there. You barely even taste it, I bet, but it's rotting your and insides. This is the mini bar. Like this is we don't do mini bars anymore in the United States. I've noticed. I haven't seen one in an American hotel in probably over twenty years. Oh yeah, but yeah, you don't know, get so Europe, pissed. Right in Europe all the time, and they always know. There's no lying. They just know. I think they have surveillance on you. They'll courteously ask you if you took anything. You'll say no. They'll be like, uh, you had a little miniature Hennessy? Hmm? Uh-huh. Can we get that one past me? They had, when I was in Sacramento last time, they had a, a mini bar, and they it was censored. So if you took something out, like, a sensor yeah. would go off and, like, right. record it. Yeah. It's right. not like the old days where you could just, like, refill it and swap it out and leave, right. like, a tip, and right. they wouldn't even check. Or just right. they add it to your bill when you check out. And that's but like I always insanely look for overpriced. Sensors. Yeah, I look for the sensors. I'm like, I don't see a laser anywhere. It's like Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. You're trying right. to like replace the golden idol with like, you know, uh-huh. the, the bottle of Hennessy with like something else at the right time to like keep the weight. Twenty five years ago, Temple of Doom released in theaters. Oh yes, the weakest link. Yes. It's my favorite one. You like Temple it's the one of Doom? I've seen, it's just the one I like saw the most. You know, like oh, when I was that worst. age, it was like the first one that I would watch like every day. And then I went and saw the first one and realized, ah, okay. But I still yeah. like that one. Monkey Brains. It is it is short round. I mean Kate Capshaw, she looked pretty good. But then pretty I good. love him had... in the uh, in the third one too. She never had to work again. Yeah, I think that was the best one. I think uh, yeah. Him and Connery, I'd the watch them Who's Should be reading books. Junior. This is how we say goodbye in Germany. Junior. <laughs> I, uh, Junior, we're burning. <laughs> I like the... Uh, Junior. I, I don't like that they're rebooting <laughs> Indiana Jones. Like, leave that alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. They tried to right? pick it up a few years in time and make the, the Soviets... The new villain after the uh, the Nazis, but it right. wasn't the same. It wasn't the same, and and Spielberg did that because after doing Schindler's List, he said he couldn't do Nazis in that kind of light again. Oh, yeah. But that's kind of like what made the early movies so good. It was like everyone knows the Nazis, everyone hates the Nazis. It's like Soviets. Eh? He's such a he's not a self-loathing Jew, but I think he just has so much. His pride for being Jewish came came later in life oh, yeah. because he when oh, he yeah. was growing up in Arizona he was he hated uh, being Jewish he hated when his family right. would call him by his Hebrew name you know um, because he grew up on a block wasn't a team where, player right he wasn't he wasn't being a team player he was trying to fit in with the other kids in Arizona it wasn't until later on I guess that he 
sort of gotten enlightened with his Judaism. And this is coming from a documentary that I saw on him, and he's saying this. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, it's, it's funny. Documentary. It was like he had the same scenario that Shyamalan did. It's like he knocked it out of the park, like one of his first mm-hmm. outings, and now it's like, oh, Jesus, how do I follow this up? And he kept doing right. it. I was just thinking Shyamalan. He's kept doing that. it. That's, that's, that's amazing. Shyamalan it's the same didn't. thing. You know, he did Sixth Sense and these great films. And yeah. he's like, but why do you think do? he's... Why do you think critics are so hard on Shyamalan? I mean, he's that director whose movies we definitely go are going to see, but we know it's going to suck, but we're going to see it anyway. Hmm. Yeah, good so call. So Spielberg did Jaws, then he did E.T. Yeah. How, how different are those movies? Shyamalan was always like doing the weird, like oh, ghostly, demonic, like yeah. mystery. It, it just all felt like it was the Lots same universe, universe, which can be cool, but he didn't yeah. really get into that. I think his stuff is pretty good. I'm not that hard on him. Um, I thought The Happening, which I was uh, <clears throat> a little quick walk on. If you Jogger the park. That, <laughs> uh, was a terrible I walked out. Absolutely I walked out of the theater. I was so like, bad. the wind. Did you walk out of the theater for that? Yeah. I didn't so think it was. Bad. I didn't think it was as bad as people say, but it's still unwatchable. After this Lady one guy didn't make the cut, but I remember on set, this guy was walking. He was told, he was just an extra told to walk backwards. He was uh, this old, um, not spooky looking. He was a regular guy, black guy in a suit uh, with like the gray hair. He did not a, a huge fro. But kind of froish, and he just walked backwards in the Weird. park. And I said, "This guy is yeah. awesome. He's just got it. Was just perfect." And they didn't put him in. I said, "This guy would steal the scene if they would just get a close up of him." Oh, he's make awesome! And, and and you know because he was background like I was. Right. Um, Jogger in the park. Your yeah, your scenes in the movie. So where yeah, are what are you scene. doing in the movie, Piscardi? Like what's happening? What's literally the just Paint the jogging across the park? That's <laughs> yeah, it's in, the, in the beginning, I, near the end, in the middle. Very beginning of the movie. Very beginning. Yeah, oh, cool. I've paused watch. this and showed you. You won't see me. Oh, really? Uh, if you're looking for it, you can see Piscardi jogging in the park. Yeah. Wait a yeah, minute! I have to point. You wouldn't see that it was me, but you'll see like a little you'll guy, see a guy jogging. Oh, yeah. and that night after that shoot, Piscardi watched. The sunrise from Liza's. Nellie's? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great uh, entertaining uh, night. The the Tonys this week. Everyone, you guys all watched the Tonys. That right? uh, was no. The Tonys. It got about. It got about. No, but five I should. <laughs> I a lot of like A listers are doing plays now. It's too gay. It was too gay. <laughs> I don't know how oozing it again. It was oozing again. Yes, it was just during Pride Week. And then, yeah, that's what it was. And it, it was like everything was rigged where you'd, you would win if, you're, if your musical or your play was gay-themed. And this one was, it's called Prom. And I don't oh, find yeah. the story to be that catchy. Uh, it's about a girl who just wants to take her girlfriend to the prom and she doesn't know how, uh, doesn't know how to present herself. I guess like the lady, which one's going to be the girl and which one's going to go as the girl being the guy. So she has a gay uncle, her flamboyantly gay uncle, get her ready for the prom. I thought the music was terrible. But they did bring back Oklahoma, and this I did appreciate. Uh, Oklahoma. The girl who won the award for Oklahoma was disabled, and it was the first time that a disabled 
actress and and I like to see it's called non-conventional yeah, casting. I'm like, like I'm like so intrigued to see because I think the wheelchair is like an awesome prop for like a villain. So I hope she plays right. like some some or villain. Glass. Right. Now she Brett, was, the Hitman she was, Hearts heel run. <laughs> no, I don't know who she was in Oklahoma. Was she I forget her name. I haven't seen the show in a long time. I don't know anything about Oklahoma. Is there a bad guy in it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Poor John is dead. John, what's his name? He's he's kind of the antagonist. He's no real villain. It's, it's just about a bunch of Okies right. back in you know the forties. Right. Um, you know. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Uh, oh, what a beautiful day. And okay. uh, I read. So, that. so. Uh, it's called non-conventional casting. I remember I auditioned for Evita, which is not one of my favorite productions, and I was not fit for it. But I got a chorus part offered to me. I just couldn't do it because it was down in yeah, it was down in Silver Spring, Maryland, years ago, and I was like, look, I can't afford to move down there. You're not paying enough. So uh, they said, look, we can't rent you a place. We don't have the money. I said, okay. Um, I don't want to waste your time anymore, and um, yeah. I began up firing me. So I said, "Thank you very much, but I can't do it." And I'm not really crazy about the production either. But what I did like is this particular company was non-conventional. Majority of people had disabilities. Most of them were deaf. Uh, I was just the dumb ADD guy. Um, nice. But I was really impressed at how everybody. Uh, could do sign language, even the people who weren't deaf. That's and everybody cool. was, yeah, everybody was introducing themselves and they're spelling the names out with their hands. And I, again, I just said hi. It's Michael, uh, ADD. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> kind of go, hi, Michael, with their hands. Hi, Michael. Um, but uh, yeah, and it was people on crutches. So that's called non-conventional casting. And uh, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't I like be that. part of that. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But, Brian Cranston, of course, had to do a politically charged speech. You know, a defending rant. The, yeah, a rant about the media is not the enemy. Demagoguery is the enemy. And, um, Good. Just a, a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's messed up. I don't like that when they use the stage for political things. It's like you're here because you're an entertainer. All right. You know who did he play? I mean, what did he win for? Yeah, what was he doing there? Um, he was doing a play. I have to look it up. It's poor taste. He did a play, I think, last poor year. Taste. I remember correctly. Poor um, taste. I don't know. I have to look it up. I think it was an original play. Oh, yeah. I remember him talking about it on some one of the shows, but yeah. it escapes. I never watched the Tonys. I don't like Broadway. I never respect it. it. I respect actors that can do that. It's very hard to do. But is, uh, I, do, I, I never. I don't know enough to watch the Tonys. Is Doogie Howser like the permanent not the host same anymore? No, he wasn't. He was not the host. Uh, who was the no. English guy who does the this karaoke in the car? Gordon. Yeah. Oh man, James um, Gordon. He's everywhere. Yeah, and uh, he was very funny. He actually brought his uh, he brought his father in to do a bit, and his father was actually really funny. Oh really? Uh, yeah, funny. phone went off in the uh, audience. But you know, I I don't follow new Broadway. Laura Benanti though looked good still. She presented. She's uh she's still looking good. Who? Who? She's a Broadway star. Oh nice. 
Laura Benanti. It's a stage name. She's a what star? Broadway, She's a Broadway, Broadway star. star. Hmm. Ah, Broadway. She's a broad. A broad. She's a broad in the way. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can finally saw. I love that. Go, go. Go. I finally saw a Star Is Born. Oh, how is it? HBO. Yeah, I mean it's a brilliant film. It's depressing as hell. Uh, Dice oh, really? finally gets to show his, his acting chops. Oh, um, oh is in it? Yeah, Dice is in it. Uh, Dave Wait a minute. And you can see, if Weird. you see the movie, you'll kind of see, if yeah. you follow the storyline, you'll kind of see why Bradley Cooper personally cast these people. You know, Dave Chappelle um, plays, a, I guess, a, an ex-musician who leaves. He just up and leaves show business and becomes a regular guy living in Tennessee which he was for a while when he left uh, comedy to go move to Ohio. Is and, Bradley uh, Cooper like friends with them? Probably. Yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Is it is it a film you would watch again? No, I don't think so. Too depressing. Or just not. It's a depressing movie. Uh, it's not it's not that yeah. Is, is oh, the music good? I heard it was I heard it was awesome. No, it's very good. Um, I mean it's it's worth firing up if you got the Two hours. It's not a two-hour movie. It's really oh. worth the awards. I just um, wouldn't watch it again. It's a depressing movie, it's and not it's like... totally obvious. I mean, it is plain as as the nose on her face, which becomes a big scene, and um, about her nose. She talks about Lady Gaga. Talks about how they, you know, she had she was afraid to show her face on stage because her nose was too big or whatever like that and they do a whole scene about that oh god and it's oh, in that scene alone it's so obvious there's something going on between a those beak. it's obvious is it <laughs> is she she's pretty good in it though right camera captures every single piece of chemistry between the two of them and it just oh it yeah just they hooked looks up. like that hollywood romance i mean yeah they hooked up she's in love with them yeah, yeah, yeah but he's Bradley Cooper. I mean, that guy should never have a girlfriend until no, he's like I, sixty. I, mean, I think Good the call, girlfriend man. he just broke up with is hotter, but she's not real. She's just a model. She's a, a pretty girl who wears Right, clothes. he's enticed by her artistry, the artist, yeah. her, her, her aura, her energy. Right. We her have an energy. <laughs> and that energy creates chemistry. Right. You're, you're right, though, John. I, I think someone like Bradley Cooper should settle down when he's like 60. Yeah, like, yeah, like. It's like exactly. Leonardo DiCaprio. You don't, he's, come on. It's like, like it's like Seinfeld, and he's not really like good looking, but he's that rich. And they're, you know, they're both that rich that they don't have to fucking settle down. Yeah. No. It's like DiCaprio when you see him with a girlfriend. You're like, yeah, he's just kind of doing his thing. To, to like I don't think that guy knows how to love a woman. I think he would uh, never, I don't no. think he'll ever get married. And I, again, there's all the talk about him being gay. I don't necessarily think he's gay. No. I just don't think he, he's too passionate for, about climate about change. I don't think he has any time passionate to about the passionate work. about anything else. Yeah, I think DiCaprio focuses on his craft, and yeah. then in his spare time, he does, like, noble causes, and then he's like, right. you know, just fuck something. He's not... Because he still, like, plays basketball and goes to, like, 
boxing matches and stuff. You know, he still like uh, goes to games a lot. I saw him once in L.A. Wait, uh, who? Who are we talking about? DiCaprio. Okay. He's at a farmer's market. DiCaprio. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Leo. And he had, his, he had like a big hat on, Leo. pulled down to hide him. Leo. And he was just, he looked like a regular guy just drinking a beer. See, when I saw him, he definitely did not look regular. He was all made up. He was, you could tell he was in the hair and makeup chair for like two hours. Oh, sure. Wolf no. of Wall Street? Yeah. Wolf of Dick Street? Dude, I mean, ever since he was on Growing Pains, it's just like everything he's in, I am, I'm not bored. Yeah, he's right. great. He's just good. Him and Spielberg, man. Those films they made, Catch Me If You Can, and yeah. him and Scorsese. What's Even his when best he was film? Like Basketball Diaries, like, you know, that was made so long ago, but it was so fucking yeah. good for its yeah. time. Oh, yeah. What do you think DiCaprio's best film is? What's your, what's your favorite film? Uh, Titanic, duh. See, I think Titanic is his worst performance. Uh, it's yeah. it's yeah, Rose, just... damn it, Rose. Yeah. So stupid, Rose. So stupid. Yeah. So stupid, Rose. You're so stupid. I have a child. You poop, poop, um, Ron. I have a child. You, say that? I just, you know what I'm gonna say, just because I love when Trump oh, quotes it. What? I just love. I just love the quotes. To my take, Frank. Take your seats. <laughs> no one else knows what you're gonna now, say. Not a big nolly, oh, but Abby. <laughs> Yeah. Aviator's so seat. good. <laughs> Take your seats. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to tell you again. Take your seats. <laughs> it's uh, such a big deal. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, that's just a good, good question, quotes. Clark. I, and I loved Christopher yeah. Walken in it. I just. Oh, yeah. Twice, Frank. Which one am I? It's all about timing, Frank. Catch me. The government. The government knows that. government's got to in my pocket, Frank. <laughs> I, I like gangs in New York. I don't like his accent. So uh, wait, Biscardi, was that Aviator or Catch no, Me If You no, Can? No, that was Catch Me If You Can. Aviator, me, okay. Aviator I like when Clark First I thought you were though. gone. I couldn't, and then you mentioned Walken. I'm like, I didn't know he was in Aviator. See, the thing is, Senator, I, I care very much about aviation. Hmm. See, the thing is, officer, I care very much about not getting a Romeo ticket. Romeo and Juliet, that was, <laughs> that was so weird. It was like the weirdest movie ever. I didn't get that. Nothing movie like because it. No. John Leguizamo was taken. I liked how weird it was. Was just oh, yeah, so over the tap, over the top. Trim. Peace, because everybody was smoking in that with their guns. Peace. Their guns that are called what swords. Is peace. I hate the word. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would like Gatsby more than I did because it's my I favorite. Like, seen. My I didn't favorite like book. It. Favorite actor? I thought it would be great. I just it didn't like really click with me. Great Gatsby. No, I didn't. I haven't seen it. Let's have some gas. I was worried. I was like, this movie looks like it's just DiCaprio, like being DiCaprio. DiCaprio, like like an after party. You know. Let's have some gas. Gas. You have to speak up, Clyde. Uh, That's my fair old sport. (laughs) That's my fair old sport. You have to speak up, Clyde. Let's have some gas. Um, John That's Stewart put book. Congress in their place. Sure did. Oh uh, yeah, good that, for him. Matt. Did you was, see that? And and it something happened like a, like a day later. Good, something good passed. Guys, well, man. Yeah, sold, that was one of those things. Everybody riled up. That guy's on his 69th like chemo treatment since 9/11. Yeah, that, that exactly. First responder. 
You need to. They need to pay for whatever uh, they need. Whatever he needs. Like yeah. that guy was there in seconds, man. Yeah. yeah. Five seconds. I don't care. I don't care uh, what side. Of the table so they got on. extended to twenty ninety. So if you live to be a hundred when you were ten years old, um, and you happen to be downtown, uh, you will be entitled for the the rest of your life. So good deal. I say good for him. You know, I. Uh, he's a for a liberal guy. He's a tough guy to take in a debate. He's a smart guy. That John. Yeah, Stewart. he is quick on his feet, man. And and that was one of those things where he was told it's a totally nonpartisan politics should have nothing to do with it. I support him 100. Uh, percent And he's right; those yeah. guys should shame themselves. And I think they realized, well, maybe we are should be ashamed of ourselves. And when they yeah. saw this, this somebody was, was like, "Put this fun. fire out now! Uh, the internet is uh, melting." I wasn't there on 9/11, obviously, but I'm I'm, I'm just saying, uh, from an outsider point of view, you go into a situation you don't know. As a first responder, and uh, on top of the death and the, the the terror and everything going on, and you have medical problems the rest of your life for doing your job, over and, and and like John Stewart said, these guys weren't saying you know attack Tribeca, death to Tribeca. It was death to America. They need to be taken care you of. Know, God knows there's no shortage right. of money to do. And there was all this like hatred Heroes. for cops. You know, or like, or like yeah. when anybody says anything negative about a cop or a firefighter, I'm like, yo, right. but 9-11, like. Yeah, exactly. That's the nobody remembers the opposite people, direction. But these millennials, time heals right. everything, and these millennials can't look back. Yeah, they were remember. like babies. I mean, look at, you heard what the news uh, was reporting after it happened, and, and everybody just knew it was, it was fanatical Muslims, and people just said, I don't give a damn. Bomb them. I don't give a shit what happens to them. Bomb them back to the Stone Age. Yeah, Put them in thinking. camps. But, you know, fast forward 18 years and uh, crazy AOC is saying, crazy I really AOC. don't think that we should have invaded Afghanistan after that. Oh, gosh. We should have just sort of. I mean, uh, what is taking so long? Well, we should have put surveillance and just gotten a few guys here and there, you know. Um, time goes by Drones. and people are, are, are over it and that's the problem. Yep. She, she was on a, she was on the podcast last week and, uh, here's a clip. I know. Operation that we are required to implement every 10 years. We had an echo in the studio that day. Sensitive things that we yeah, do in weird our echo. government. Luckily we fixed Any it. Any change to the census. Any addition of a oh, question the census takes five years of a process to make sure that it is vetted, that every word has been tested, to make sure that it is effective. And because she's the expert the after being six months in Congress from bartender. Uh, we, 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 I actually spoke to the Census Bureau today. Uh, I didn't Ooh. ascertain any information. Uh, but... Um, yeah, that's other news. <laughs> Not really worth talking about. Bureaucracy. But she also this was at the sure. Puerto Rican Day Parade Baby last Mike. weekend, and there's a Republican running for Congress wanted to uh, extend oh, yeah. a, a friendly Did debate me? offer to her, and she darted up three blocks at, at record speed yes. and high heels, apparently. <laughs> Because she Backwards. just does not debate anybody because she's she's afraid she she's knows she'll be exposed. Because people are taping everything, recording yes. everything. She won't point. come on Mark Levin. She she won't debate. Neither will Bernie Sanders. Uh, she 
it's she like will if you're not a public figure i mean if you're like a, a publicist for a public figure your advice just should be don't talk ever unless right. i tell you to right how does Bernie Sanders she, talk? That's why they they won't let her, if she has a publicist. A publicist is saying, you cannot talk to Ben Shapiro. He's really no. smart, and oh, you'll bury God, you. that guy. Because America, oh. I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to get my Bernie ben Sanders Shapiro. accent on. My, 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 because America, the problem. Ben Shapiro's a very smart with guy, very, uh, really uh, very good to robot. He's, he's a robot, though. He's a robot on but he's right. so much different. Oh. Yeah, he's. It's like he's trying to fit in as much as he can before the oh, next man. commercial break. Uh, uh, it's like you know, take it right. down. But whose brain? That also Slow impresses down. me. It's like whose brain works that fast? Yeah, he, yeah. It's, it's, it's like hard Robin to trip Williams. him. Speaking of of people that are quick on their feet, he's like well, really man. hard to like get him to trip over yeah. his his facts. Right. And you wonder why guys like ground. this just commentate and they don't become politicians themselves. Because, yeah, you know, Trump, so for example, easy. is a terrible speaker. Well, uh, he, he has to read. Today he was, with, he was at the White House with the Polish president. The Polish president <laughs> rarely had to look down at his podium. Oh, man. And, you know, Trump is, is – uh, it's not that his words are bad, but he just doesn't – he doesn't uh, – He doesn't deliver. Convey them. He doesn't deliver them to you. Trump has he – t- he's, like, good at catchphrases. Yeah, when he's but off script, when he's at a debate, Ooh. he's great. But when he's got to deliver a speech, yeah. it's right. It's just he. I look down at my paper. It's just really fantastic. It's yeah, really he doesn't fantastic. like say it's anything. Really fantastic. Or he just and says the same thing. Just staring over at the like podium. an old grandpa. Yeah, he just kind of stares. Well, it doesn't make you dumb. It's just how you present yourself to people. That's part of your leadership. It's being a leader of character. That's where he lacked. These other guys, you know, guys like Ben Shapiro, if he's at the podium yeah. and he's talking to a college, you know, he's just, he's a zip. Yeah, you're listening to him. quick on his feet. Uh, it, it's tough to get him to fumble his words. It, it's right. weird. Right. Like I tried to wrap up. Right. I tried to take a public speaking class, and I think I got the wrong one because they kept quoting some guy in Germany from the 30s, and and they kept giving me pamphlets to sign up for shaved heads. It was weird. It wasn't oh, even a real thing. Weird. Sue us at the underscore podcast. Paul Um yeah. the, the thing with the public speaking, though, is, uh, yeah, when, when you see – you, you can tell right away when a politi- politician is reading off a teleprompter. I mean they all are. But yeah. depends on how good of an actor you are, and you can see like eh, he's kind of reading all something. I think he delivered right. a great yeah. State of the Union speech. I think he's away. passionate about it. But when he's just you know he's got to kind of do a speech on the fly because he's got to address people in uh, on the White House lawn, and his speech writer put it together 24 hours before. Yeah, it, it's, it's, um, it's he's only going to be so passionate about it. Yeah, but um, I know. God, you get so much other bullshit to do. Rehearsing right. a speech is like the fucking last effort you want to make. Right. And then there's right. Pete Buttigieg, who there the takes the jacket off and rolls up his sleeves, and this guy yeah, takes his 800 IQ and puts his, his uh, brain to work, and there's just uh, not a second that goes by where he doesn't have you know 100% ownership of every single word he chooses. And you're going, wow, this guy is just, this guy is a brain I'd like to borrow. 
Yeah. He'll yeah. never be president, though. No, he's I want to say never. I just don't think he's going to be president. He's a Jew. He'll never be president, I, ever. I, I'll tell you he'll never be in our lifetime. I'll tell you he'll never be president. And this is he's not against the candidate, but Shapiro. The, uh, he's Jewish. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking about Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Oh, yeah. Pete. Mayor Pete. Yeah. Mayor I love Pete his gimmick, now. though. Mayor Pete. No, I like, the gimmick, I, I like the gimmick, and I, I respect the man, and I love the fact like that he served. Council. I, would, I would support him as president, but I, there's no way America is voting in a gay president. Yeah, we're not That's there not yet. That's not even me talking. That's not. Yeah, we can't even get a not, woman not, not there yet. And I'll tell you who will never be president, and this is nothing against the man, but the guy that was on Bill Maher Friday, I think his name is Andrew Yang. He's Chinese. There's yeah. no way. There's no way in hell. A, a Chinese immigrant is going to ever be president of the U.S. No. Americans are already bitter at the, at the, at the Chinese no. taking over half yeah. the world. There's no way a President Yang, if there, there's ever a President Yang, and don't take he this racist, is going to have to run on I cured cancer. Like it's right. not happening. Like his his like campaign will be I cured cancer. And That's what you killed. need me right. to be president. It's the That's only way. Judge's problem is he's maybe it's his. Uh, his softness, his sweetness, if you will. Right, he's not uh, tough. If we were, uh, you know, if the SEC had control over us, we'd be, yeah. I'd be losing my job right now. But he's too soft. He's just not a tough guy. No, yeah, you need someone. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he was like he was a lieutenant in the Navy in the Intelligence Corps of the Navy. Um, so he did his time downrange. But I, I, I'd like to see his his military like- record as far as um, you know, what types of missions he did because you wouldn't. He he looks like he graduated the gentleman's course. Yeah, it's the funny, gentleman, what is the gentleman's course? I I don't know. What if he isn't gay? What if that's like a, a gay, yeah? Because I'm like looking at him and I'm like, I would like to listen to him call a baseball game, and then I'm like, but wait, he's gay. Wait, what does his voice sound like? <laughs> what is? He's I like his voice. To, I think, but I don't think is, he sounds like he's a gay guy. And well, SNL have... made fun of this. Um, oh, like, yeah. uh, Paul Rudd played him, and right. he just nailed it on the head. Well, I'm a I'm a 37 year old millennial gay man. I speak seven languages, and I graduated from Harvard and Cambridge. But I'm really like any other guy. I'm just like you. And he's anything like but you. the regular guy. Like nobody's this yeah, smart. He no. plays he plays the piano. He's a true Renaissance man, except for the fact I don't think he plays any sports in his game. No. I have access to all the uh, military files being in the position of power that I am. Let me pull up uh, Mayor Pete's file right now. (laughs) Then we're shipping out tomorrow to Fort Dick. Knock it off. Mayor Pete. He's just like you, <laughs> only sweeter, <laughs> only more educated, gayer, and talented, cooler. Yeah, looks uh, good. Looks good in rolled up button-down shirts. Look, <laughs> Pete, don't do this to yourself just yet. Be mayor. Be do mayor. this thing. Yeah, do this mayor thing for like another like four years, and then see what you want to do. And then see yeah, it. then he'd be Pete the Prez. Or any of or any of us on the podcast on the uh, Democratic 
presidential ticket because I think there's only a few that aren't. Yeah, I am, and I think I'm getting pushed to night B of the debates. Did you hear about that? There's going to be like two groupings yeah, and two insane. different nights of broadcast debates between this pack of wolves. That's only going to hurt 23, 24 of them. When you have 25 nominees, that's a separation of party. That's not united. It's like, no. really? You can't just get down to like four? Yeah, and all these Marvel things, I mean, movies. really, what happens at a debate? Everybody starts off, well, we're going to turn this just into a friendly debate, just just like uh, Bernie Sanders did with Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders. And oh, I'd like to have with Secretary Clinton, I think it's... it's <laughs> Possible, and it's possible. it's right for us to have a friendly debate, and we just talk about our issues. But they went at it, you know. They they really, you can't keep it friendly for so long, all right? This is a fight for the most coveted job in the on the planet. So, if you see a bunch of people like stupid, crazy Kamala Harris and uh, the I think closeted homosexual Cory Booker. Uh, they're good friends. How are Come they going to debate each other? It's going to get ugly. Is and uh, Bernie Sanders loses, and then they endorse the other guy and their friends again? Right. What about, Is Bernie Sanders uh, running for president? Yeah. Remember, I commend him for talking million in a day. I commend him for talking to Fox News uh, at yeah, the yeah, that's town good. hall in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, that. where he uh, you know, everything he said was retarded, but. Lots of steel. Lots of steel. Lots of steel here. In Bethlehem. There's a, there's a lot of metal. Could we schedule and these uh, debates for uh, a little earlier than 9 p.m.? I have a uh, early Senate Live, he was dinner. like in his pajamas. <laughs> He's in a bed. I had early bird dinner. It was the tort for dessert. And then I had a, a, a rump roast. Bethlehem steel. He just kept saying... Larry David. He was talking to Martha McCallum. He kept saying... Well, correct me if I'm wrong here, Martha. But well, actually, you're wrong. Is, so I am going to correct you. So I'm going to... <laughs> Martha. There was a really. Good, I'll tell you who's a real <clears throat> feisty fireball is uh, 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 what's her name, Candace Owens. She just laid into Dr. Cornell West. I don't know, maybe two Ooh. weeks ago it was. Uh, Candace Owens, who is um, oh, what are her credentials? She, her credentials are she's a Fairfield County, Connecticut girl. And, Connecticut. And, yes. But she's um, she's basically she's she's Trump's um black American woman icon. I guess. Token. She's the poster girl. She's the token Oprah of the White House. So, you know, Dr. Cornell West, who's you know, I like him. I like I like I like Dr. West, but he's he's a communist and uh, yeah. he was a socialist. For he's a socialist, and so the two of them went at it. But she thinks that guys like him are an insult to the black race because you know he's so liberal, gives him a bad name and all that. And yeah, you know, I don't. Well, of course. I don't know, but anyway, she was she was almost uh, like I, I like her, but she was almost rude to him. Because he, she would call him Mr. West. Yes, no, Mr. West. No, Mr. West, you're wrong. It's Dr. West. The guy is a oh, professor emeritus from Princeton. Call him Dr. West. One of those deals. Yeah. Oh, I'm a doctor. I didn't go to eight years of 
Oh, she's tough. Med school. Is that tough? Did Trump say the moon was a part of Mars? I did not hear that. Can't Is that? But deny. Did you hear Trump. that, Clark? No. A part of Mars? Yeah. I, I've I've not heard that 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 sound. Tweet. The obvious joke about the moon being part of Mars aside, Trump just straight up says NASA shouldn't be talking about going to the moon, despite the fact that that's exactly what his administration told NASA to do. Oh. Wow. But my design was perfect. My design was perfect. I'm sure I was able to anticipate the unqualification through the reanimation process. Very badly planned. You guys want to put tonight in the W column? It's been a solid show. I think we've talked about everything. Slice it up. Well, rehearsal is over, so we can go live. Get up. Five, four, two. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. What's the deal with these home runs? (laughs) We should do the same show. Buy yourself a guinea hen. Four dollars. pair of legs. Tonight's show is called WAP Chickens. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Check out Biscardi's blog at thisblogger.wordpress.com. Check him out on Instagram. John as well. Uh, John changed your Instagram from Dad Hass back to JDH recently, I think. Did I? I don't know. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I wanted to, like, change it again, and then uh, it was like it wouldn't let me use I don't know what the fuck happened. Who cares? We you all don't have care, to follow John. me on Instagram. <laughs> you better. Uh, from the it's just my charge. kid every time. The gentleman in charge of guinea hens in the Long Island Western Side Territory, Michael Biscardi, to the man in charge in South Florida's Yenta hens in Boynton Beach, Jonathan Assinger, to the man in charge of eating a hen alive. I'm Matt Morbid. I'm Matthew <laughs> Clark. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Sure the Eastern Side. The Eastern Side. That's what I meant. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Autopsy results on motorcyclist. <laughs> Segue to the next show. <laughs> Godspeed. Struck by lightning. Perfect.